What would you do if you no longer felt sick and tired? What if you woke up every day feeling amazing in your body and in your life? How would your life be different? You and your body are capable of incredible things. You have the power to heal. You just need the right tools and support. If you're ready to heal your body and feel amazing, tune into the Heal Your Body Show with host Dr. Jamie Gillum. Welcome to the Heal Your Body Show on the Inspired Choices Network. I'm Dr. Jamie Gillum, and today we are talking about overcoming the voices in your head. And this is a very important topic because I think that most of us struggle with negative self-talk and struggle with having positive thoughts about ourselves, about our lives. And there's a lot involved when we talk about mindset, when we talk about mental health and the things that we are thinking about ourselves, the things that we tell ourselves. And it's complex. So whenever I talk about specific issues, it's very difficult to talk about something without talking about the entire body because there are so many things that will impact how you feel and not only your physical health, but your mental health. So hormones play a big role in your mental health. And that is going to be the biggest factor when we are struggling with our mental health and our thoughts, the way we respond in situations, being triggered by things because our hormones are chemical messengers and they tell our bodies what to do, when to do it, how to do it, how fast to do it. And they will impact directly and indirectly our mental health, our cognitive function, our mood and motivation. So we have to understand what's going on in the body as a whole. Also vitamin and mineral levels play a huge role. Thyroid function plays a role as well. And if you are struggling with any kind of systemic infection. So we always have to look at the physical body and we also have to understand trauma and our stress responses because there is a lot of conditioning that happens from childhood and throughout our lifetime that impacts the way we respond to stress, the way we handle relationships and situations and the things that we tell ourselves. And many people are very unaware of this. And I see this a lot when people are chronically ill Listen, if you are trying to heal and you have a chronic illness, you feel like crap, you have to include not only physical care, but also address your mental health as well and your mindset. Because without that piece of the puzzle, many people continue to suffer. You can take all the supplements you want to, you can go on medication, you can treat the physical body, but if you're not incorporating mindset work and trauma healing work and stress management, you likely will continue to struggle. And this is something that I see so often in my health practice and why I incorporate mindset work and trauma healing as part of anybody's healing journey. And this is true also when somebody is trying to lose weight. Many people give up and we're in the new year and many people have made new year's resolutions. I have had an overflow of consults booked because of the new year. 
And most people who start out in the new year with the new year's resolution to lose weight and get healthy, they usually give up and studies indicate by February 12th, this is national quitters day. I believe it's February 12th or somewhere around that date. But this is where we see people give up when they've made a new year's resolution. And when people start to put in effort to lose weight, to get healthy. We know that there is a four to six week time frame where they typically will quit. And this is often due to mindset and the inability to put in the effort uh, before you ever see results. It gets frustrating. It gets exhausting. And as somebody is not getting results, the voices in their head start to say, why are you doing this? And you're a failure. You're not good enough. You can't do this and just give up. And some of that is also a part of our brain's normal response to any kind of change. So if you are making any kind of change in your relationship, with your health, in your career, any type of change that you want to make that is going outside of your normal is going to feel abnormal. And your brain's job is to protect you. And your brain wants to go back to normal for you. So there is some resistance and there are things that pop up in your mind that will tell you to give up because it is abnormal. So you have to get through that time frame of feeling abnormal to feel normal in your new life, in that change. And that takes about 12 weeks for you to actually make change that is sustainable, that is consistent, and that you can carry on. Any time frame within that 12 weeks can be a time where you shut down and you revert back to your normal. Now, listen, when it comes to the voices in our head, I think many people feel alone. Many people don't recognize that all of us struggle with the negative voices in our head. And it's kind of like you have a bird on one shoulder, a little bird that's trying to tell you positive thoughts. And then you've got this big bird on the other shoulder that is overpowering. And so what happens is you're trying, but the negative thoughts, those voices are so much more powerful that they drown out the positive thoughts. And I will talk with people who say, everybody betrays me. Nothing ever goes right. I don't have friends because friends do me wrong. I've been through multiple relationships. I've been married multiple times because people betray me and people don't treat me right. I've been through multiple jobs because I just don't like any job that I've ever had. And this is one of two things, either subconsciously you are attracting the wrong type of people for your life and you are drawn to certain career choices that aren't the best fit for you or 
you are the problem. You are the common denominator. And it can be that you are attracting the wrong people because the law of attraction is a real law that many people don't recognize. And many people say, you know, that's absurd, that's ridiculous. But we live in our subconscious. And most people think that we make decisions consciously. And most of our decisions are actually made in our subconscious mind. So subconsciously, you may be attracting the wrong things and you may be drawn to the wrong things that are causing you to be unhappy in your life. And then within that, you can be triggered by things. You could respond a certain way uh, to certain things said to you or about you or respond to situations situations because you are perceiving things from the lens of your trauma and through the lens of your conditioning. And we all perceive things differently. So in a scenario where you have 10 people, 10 people can have very different perceptions of the situation. So if each person is telling a story about the situation, you might hear a different story from all 10 people. And that is because the way we perceive things is based on our past. It's based on our childhood. It's based on trauma. It's based on scenarios that we have been involved in. And it doesn't make one perception right or wrong they're just different. And when somebody is struggling with just being happy and finding joy in their life because they feel like nothing is ever going right, they have to incorporate mindset work. They have to incorporate trauma healing and also learning how to manage stress. And this also comes along with typically these people have a lot of physical symptoms because the stress and the trauma and the unhappiness in their lives will affect the physical body. And they will typically have body pain. They will have joint pain. They will have chronic fatigue. Being unhappy is extremely draining. It is extremely exhausting for the body. And with that said, there are physical conditions that could have come first that then triggered all of the issues or the mental health, the mindset, the trauma issues came first and then triggered the triggered the physical problems or there's a combination of physical and mental health issues uh, that began together. And so it's always important to evaluate your entire body, including not only your labs and your symptoms, but also your lifestyle, um, your nutrition, your exercise, your sleep, your stress. And then on top of that, evaluate your childhood and past traumas. You know, there's medical trauma, there's religious trauma, there's childhood trauma, there's relationship trauma. And a lot of people have micro traumas, right? So all around us, uh, we have micro traumas that seem insignificant, but even just not having your needs met or not having your needs met the way you think they should be met, that is a micro trauma. For example, 
my biological father was not involved in my childhood at all. And uh, he was absent while my mom and my biological father were married. And then the FBI raided our house when I was five. He went on the run. He became a fugitive. He was running drug labs all over the United States and distributing drugs. And I did not see him. Uh, he was was absent until they found my father when I was 14 years old and he was put in the penitentiary. And then I began visiting him in the penitentiary, which at the time I didn't think was a big deal, but obviously that is traumatic for a teenager uh, to go visit her father in prison. And one thing that's important that I learned uh, because he has now passed away. And many years ago, I started really trying to work on our relationship and started putting in a lot of effort. And it was very difficult for him to show affection and show love in the way that I needed and in the way that my children needed. And after he passed away and I did a lot of reflection, my biological father loved me. He just did not, he did not know how. He did not know how to love me in the way that I needed, but it didn't mean that he didn't love me, right? It just means that he had his own trauma and struggled with a lot emotionally. And he was very disconnected from people because of his trauma and understanding that and learning that has really helped me to be able to let go of a lot of the anger and resentment that I had towards my biological father. And that has been a big part of my healing and being able to change my own perception, especially when it comes to men and my relationships with men, because I had a lot of animosity towards men because because of the way that I felt abandoned as a child by my father. So you have to look at things and really dive deep into your past and understand yourself. And this is not an easy task and it is uncomfortable to really get to know yourself on a deep level. It is very difficult, um, but you can start small and you can start with little bits at a time where you just get to know yourself. And then through that process, you start uncovering your trauma and you're able to then face it and then let it go. And this is something that I have been doing for years now. I continue to do this on a regular basis because so many of us are disconnected with ourselves. We are so disconnected and many people are disconnected from the people around them, from society, from the world. And that is a coping mechanism. It is a stress response and it's a trauma response. And if you don't know yourself, if you don't truly know who you are, you're unable to be who you are. So many people are wearing masks and trying to be somebody that other people want them to be, trying to be somebody that, that the world has told them they need to be, and trying to fit into this idea of what's good, right? What's moral. And even when it comes to careers, we're often influenced by parents and other people, what is considered a worthy career. 
So we have to get to know ourselves on a deep level. We have to heal trauma. And then we have to step into who we are without worry that we are going to be judged or upset the people around us. Otherwise, we are not truly living. So we're going to go to our first commercial break. And when we come back, we're going to talk more about your voices in your head and how to overcome them, how to shift from negative voices in your head to positive voices. So we'll be right back on the Heal Your Body show. I'm Dr. Jamie Gillum. We'll be right back after this commercial break. Healing your body goes beyond simply taking medication to alleviate symptoms. While medications have their place in healthcare and can be essential in managing certain conditions, healing involves total body care. While not all health conditions can be healed, symptoms can be managed with the right approach. Integrative medicine considers not only the physical body, but also your mind and soul. Instead of just surviving, why not feel amazing and actually thrive? Dr. Jamie Gillum empowers you with tools to do just that. Tune into the Heal Your Body Show Mondays at 2 p.m. Eastern, 1 p.m. Central, 12 p.m. Mountain, and 11 a.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. Are you a subject matter expert? Are you here to share your expertise with an audience waiting to hear from you in only the way you can deliver? Are you ready to have your voice amplified across the airwaves? Inspired Choices Network has a global radio platform streaming to millions of people across the world. Professionally produced and supported by an accomplished team every step of the way, you can broadcast from anywhere in the world knowing your voice matters and we ensure it is delivered with ease and efficiency. Eager to hear your message, the world awaits. Contact us today to become an Inspired Choices Network radio host. Email becomeahost at inspiredchoicesnetwork.com. This is the Heal Your Body Show with Dr. Jamie Gillum. To participate in this program, join the live studio audience in our chat room at inspiredchoicesnetwork.com. You can also send an email to jamie at jgwellnessclinic.com. Now back to the program. Welcome back to the Heal Your Body Show on the Inspired Choices Network. I'm Dr. Jamie Gillum, and we are talking about overcoming the voices in your head today. And so many people struggle with this. And I think it's so important to understand that many people are just unaware, unaware of the effort that is required to have a healthy mind. And it comes down to understanding your physical body and your mental health as well. And there are genetic factors that play a role in mental health conditions. Uh, and there are certain mental health conditions that absolutely require medication and ongoing treatment. However, there are many things like anxiety and depression and just an overall poor mindset that have a lot to do with what is going on internally. So I'm going to go back to hormones for just a minute, because what many people don't recognize is, especially when women are entering into menopause and when women are struggling with PCOS, which is... Um, more diagnosed today than ever. I think it's overdiagnosed, but many people with PCOS, many women with PCOS struggle with low progesterone and 
an excess of androgen hormones, and this can create a lot of mental health issues. A lot of women with PCOS can struggle with estrogen dominance as well. And we see with excess estrogen or with fluctuating estrogen levels where their estrogen will run high during certain points in their cycle, it can create a lot of mood disturbances. And in menopause, because you are lacking estradiol, progesterone, testosterone, and you can have other issues that are directly related to this, low or high cortisol, um, DHEA and pregnenolone. These are precursors uh, to your sex hormones. We call them parent hormones. These typically decline as you age, which is part of the reason why we see a decrease in estradiol, progesterone, and testosterone as well. And this can create a lot of issues with mental health. We know from the data that in women, suicide rates in menopausal women are the highest. And this is important to understand because while menopause is not considered a medical condition, it can trigger many mental health conditions and other medical conditions because of the lack of hormones. It's basically a hormone deficiency. Many women also have primary ovarian insufficiency and other issues that will affect their sex hormones at much younger ages. And many women go through surgical menopause at early ages due to medical conditions. So we have to understand the role that hormones play. Also, when women deliver babies and have postpartum depression or anxiety or even postpartum psychosis, we have a plummet of estradiol and progesterone when we deliver a baby. And I have suffered with postpartum depression and anxiety with every birth. And I have birthed five children. And I did not even know when I was younger that postpartum depression was even a thing. I didn't know. I was very young at the time. And with my last two deliveries, I was much more aware. And and I suffered tremendously. I had a lot of anxiety that something would happen to my baby and I would sleep with my baby on my chest in a rocking chair. I didn't want to go anywhere because I didn't want to put them in a car seat where I couldn't see them. I had just a lot of anxiety and also suffered with depression. And I believe that progesterone given to women post-delivery is one of the best things that can be done if they are struggling with postpartum mental health symptoms because progesterone is a mood stabilizer and it helps tremendously with mood. It also helps with sleep. It helps with thyroid function and blood sugar regulation. It's also a natural diuretic. And so I think it could be very helpful. And there's a lot of studies on progesterone being used for the treatment of not only anxiety, depression, psychosis, but also schizophrenia, uh, bipolar disorder. So it's important. It's a very important hormone and men have progesterone as well. And there is evidence that progesterone can be used in men suffering with some mental health conditions uh, if progesterone is low. So that's important to understand. Also testosterone. Testosterone is a very vital hormone in women and men. We have much lower levels than men. 
And many people think of it as a male hormone. Women need testosterone as well. It provides motivation and helps with cognitive function. It helps with energy. It helps you build and maintain lean muscle mass. And it helps with your libido. And both men and women see a decline of testosterone as they age. And so there are many things to understand about how your hormones play a role in your mental health. Also estrogen. Estrogen is helpful when it comes to pain tolerance. And as you see a decrease in estradiol, you typically will notice that you are suffering with more pain. You're much more sensitive to pain. And it also is a lubricant. So if you are lacking in estradiol, you will basically dry up. You'll notice that you have a lot of vaginal dryness, a lot of skin dryness. Your mouth can be dry. Sometimes people will feel like there's a rock in their throat. Uh, and this is because you're lacking estradiol. And estradiol is also very important for mood, as I mentioned earlier especially if you're if you're having major swings with your estradiol levels this can greatly affect mood <clears throat> excuse me so with that said you always want a complete evaluation to understand your hormones and also other factors vitamin d is crucial for your mental health b12 b9 and many other vitamins and minerals. Your iron is crucial, especially your stored iron. If you are struggling with low stored iron, which is evident by ferritin in your lab work, ferritin is a protein that stores iron, you are going to struggle <coughs> with chronic fatigue and you will feel like crap. And that's going to trigger physical problems within the body. And we see a lot of anxiety and depression in people struggling with low stored iron. And also if you're lacking iodine, your thyroid converts iodine into thyroid hormone. So many people struggling with iodine deficiency struggle with hypothyroidism, which is going to in turn affect not only your physical health, but also your mental health. And there are many triggers of, of hypothyroidism, hypo and hyperthyroidism. Hypo is a low functioning thyroid. Hyperthyroidism is an overactive thyroid. Both of these thyroid conditions can cause a lot of mental health issues, a lot of mood swings, inability to focus, inability to recall words or remember things. And you can have a lot of anxiety and depression with thyroid disorders and also bipolar disorders, dementia. Uh, these are commonly diagnosed when the issue is actually a thyroid issue. So there's many things involved. So a physical assessment is always crucial. And then on top of that, evaluating your own mindset and your own trauma. So how do we do this? How, how do you go about if you want to assess your mindset? So I don't find uh, that traditional therapy worked well for me. 
I went to so many therapists over uh, the years throughout my 20s and 30s and my early 30s. And it just wasn't very helpful to me. And I'm not knocking traditional therapy. It just wasn't the right approach for me. I just talked about things and just kept talking about things and nothing ever changed. And what has worked for me is just sitting for five minutes a day and focusing on asking myself questions. Like if you're going to date somebody and you you think this person seems like a really good fit for me, what questions would you ask them? What would you want to know about them so that you could get to know them? And I started with very basic questions. What makes me happy? What are my talents? If I could choose to do anything in my life, what would it be? And I found that I could not answer the basic questions. It took me a while to come up with the answers. And it's also important if you're going to do this kind of work that you be truthful with yourself and really give yourself the time to think and provide the most truthful answer because a lot of our responses are based on things that people have told us and based on our conditioning, right? So, you know, what I thought I wanted to be when I was younger was really just a byproduct of what my parents told me I should be, right? So you have to spend some time really getting to know yourself. And that may take you much longer than than you think when you start to do this kind of work. But asking yourself, you know, what are your talents? What are your passions? What do you believe in? What are your values? And what are things that you don't like? And as you move through those questions, then as you cover the basic questions, then you can dive deeper into the questions that go much deeper. A lot of us have buried trauma. A lot of us have buried things because it's how we've been able to survive. So you have to kind of peel the layers back like an onion and get to the deeper parts of your soul and then let that come to the surface to be able to let it go. Many of us have simply not faced things that we need to face head on and deal with it and then be able to let it go. And that may require forgiveness of yourself, of other people. And that doesn't mean that you got to call somebody up from 20 years ago and have a conversation, but you need to be able to forgive so that you can move on. And as you do this work, what will happen is you begin to notice as you heal, as you get to know yourself, you are able to then respond differently. You are not triggered by things that used to trigger you. You respond differently in your relationships and you have a different outlook when it comes to your life and what you want. You're able to start being yourself without worry about what other people think of you. And you're able to start living the life that you truly want. You're able to find joy 
because you're no longer bound by your stress, by your trauma, by your conditioning. So we're going to go to our next break. And when we come back, we're going to carry on this conversation. And we're going to talk more about things that you can do in the next segment. So we'll talk a little bit more about doing this daily five minutes a day, talk about some different things that you can do day to day in your personal life with yourself and also within your relationships that will help you to overcome the voices in your head. I'm Dr. Jamie Gillum on the Heal Your Body Show on the Inspired Choices Network, and we'll be right back. Healing your body goes beyond simply taking medication to alleviate symptoms. While medications have their place in healthcare and can be essential in managing certain conditions, healing involves total body care. While not all health conditions can be healed, symptoms can be managed with the right approach. Integrative medicine considers not only the physical body, but also your mind and soul. Instead of just surviving, why not feel amazing and actually thrive? Dr. Jamie Gillum empowers you with tools to do just that. Tune into the Heal Your Body Show, Mondays at 2 p.m. Eastern, 1 p.m. Central, 12 p.m. Mountain, and 11 a.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. How wonderful would it be to carry your favorite Inspired Choices Network host with you throughout your day? Well, now you can. Inspired Choices Network now has its very own mobile app. Our free app offers live streaming shows along with thousands of podcasts and TV episodes. Our shows cover a wide variety of topics. Whether you're waking up with us, carrying us through the day, and taking us to bed with you, we're always here for you to enjoy. We're easy to find. Just search for Inspired Choices Network in the Apple App Store or Google Play Store. This is the Heal Your Body Show with Dr. Jamie Gillum. To participate in this program, join the live studio audience in our chat room at inspiredchoicesnetwork.com. You can also send an email to jamie at jgwellnessclinic.com. Now back to the program. Welcome back to the Heal Your Body Show on the Inspired Choices Network. I'm Dr. Jamie Gillum. We're talking about overcoming the voices in your head today. And here's the deal. If you are struggling, if you constantly feel like you're not enough, you're not good enough, you're not smart enough, you're not thin enough, you're not muscular enough, you're not pretty enough, fill in the blank Here's the deal. You have to start with looking at yourself and understanding yourself. And I've had people be so afraid of this. I've had people be terrified. And, and I've, I've seen other people just pretty much avoid it and uh, be very disconnected from the thought uh, of them having some kind of trauma or stress response that needs to be addressed. And we are mammals. And I think many people forget that. Uh, and there is so much that we have to understand about ourselves and our responses based on the environment that we were raised in and the environment that we live in. Uh, just like any other mammal, we have instincts and then we have behaviors that are learned behaviors based on our environment, the way we're treated, uh, and many factors. And also, I want to I want to go back just a little bit because I do want to mention when people have had concussions or traumatic brain injuries, uh, these can also lead 
to problems with mental health and cognitive function and can greatly affect your pituitary gland, which is in control of your adrenals, which will then cause a cascade of problems that cause mental health problems. And there are many studies on this as well. Um, they've done studies on NFL players and other people who have had concussions and traumatic brain injuries. So that's important to understand. And again, that's why you always have to look at your physical body as well. But here are some things that you can do. Remember, this is normal for your brain, whenever you're trying to make a change to say, whoop, let's just revert back uh, to what's normal. And I'll give you an example. So, and, and this is trigger warning um, in women who are in uh, abusive relationships. One thing that we see based on the data is they tend to continue to attract men with abusive behaviors, right? And when you think about it, um, you know, some people will say, why do they keep getting into relationships like that? Well, it's subconscious because we live mostly from our subconscious mind. And so it's not like when, when a woman meets somebody they do not automatically show those behaviors. It's not at on the first date, the, the man is showing all of these behaviors that indicate they are abusive. They start to reveal over time those behaviors once you are comfortable with them and they know that they have that control, which is also subconscious as well, right? But because... The way, because of the way our subconscious mind works, women will attract certain types of men over and over again without even recognizing it. And this is something that many people just don't recognize. And you can fill in the blank with any type of scenario and apply it to your own life. Do you keep seeing these recurring situations that are similar that you keep getting yourself into? And that would indicate that you are attracting things based on your subconscious mind, based on your own behaviors. You know, if you say everybody always treats me like a doormat, are you attracting those people? And then what is your behavior like in the relationship where they feel like they can be dominant? And then what is your response in certain scenarios in that relationship? And two things that are said, if they're, if they're asking you to do something, uh, what is your response, right? We have to know ourselves on a deep level to truly thrive in our lives. So what can you do? Well, first of all, you can start with five minutes a day, just getting to know yourself in a quiet space without interruption and just start asking yourself questions. And I will tell you that if you have a lot of trauma, if you're under a tremendous amount of stress, you might cry or shake or scream or yell as the questions get more intense and more in depth. And that's completely normal. And many people are afraid of those responses because it feels very abnormal. But when you have a lot of things stored in your body, when you let it go, it's going to manifest in many different ways. You may sweat, uh, you may shake, uh, you may, you know, hit the ground. There's a lot of different responses. And we see this a lot in yoga, right? We see this a lot in meditation 
meditation where when people quiet the mind, they will release a lot of stored trauma and stored stress. And a lot of people will cry on the mat. A lot of people will shake. And that's a normal physical response to letting things go. And on top of this, wake up every morning and tell yourself positive thoughts. And not only that, speak it out loud. I am. And I want to tell you this, and I learned this from my personal mindset coach, Matthew Pates. He's amazing. He's been life-changing for me. I've had him as a guest on the show. Be very careful of what you put behind I am. And before you speak it, make sure it is positive. Do not make anything uh, your identity that is negative. Your brain does not know the difference between a lie and the truth. And this is important to remember. Whatever you tell yourself becomes your identity and it will set you up for the life that you have. So if you wake up every morning and you say, I am you can say, I am confident, I am strong, I am powerful, and I always focus on all of my strengths, and then I focus on what I want to be, and I focus on what I want to accomplish. So I set goals every day for myself, and I speak out loud because I want to hear my positive thoughts and I want to hear what I want to be and what I think about myself. And if what you think about yourself right now is not positive, you just make it positive. And then you also want to speak what you want to accomplish. And the more that you do this, the more that it becomes your reality and you can step into who you are. And for those of you, if you want to speak it out loud to God, if you are um, a believer in, in whatever your religion might be or whatever your spiritual affiliation might be, you can speak it to God. Uh, you can use it in prayer, but speak it out loud so that it can become, right? Because you want to be able to shift a negative mindset into a positive one. And you've got to drown out the negative voices in your head. So if you've got the little bird on one shoulder that's speaking positive, but it's so quiet, you can't hardly hear it. And then you've got the big bird on the other shoulder and it's screaming the negativity at you. You have to make that little bird louder so it can drown out the negative thoughts. And on top of this, keep a gratitude journal and start really focusing on what you're thankful for. Listen, I'm thankful that I'm just sitting here breathing today. I'm thankful that I have one more day and I'm thankful for my kids. I'm thankful for my husband. I'm thankful for so many things that are present in my life right now. And we get so busy with life and with the stresses of life. And we forget to just stop and think about how blessed we are just to be living another day. So start keeping a gratitude journal. And you know what? If you like to draw, draw. If you like to sing, sing. 
figure out what it is that makes you happy and start doing more of those things. And you can incorporate that into your journaling uh, and into keeping up with knowing yourself on a deep level. Listen, you can also just act a little nuts, right? To get your day going. I jump around in the morning. I dance around. It helps me get my energy level up and start my day. And while I'm dancing around, I am speaking all the things positive about myself and my life. And it feels so good. And I think people just need to learn to let go and not worry so much about being awkward or weird or different and just just be uh, because again we're mammals and and one thing about being mammals we need to move so another part of this is move your body movement is crucial for your cognitive function and your mental health so what we know from the studies is people who are sedentary have a lot more struggle with anxiety depression and other mental health disorders because you need to move your body and we're becoming more and more sedentary so you have to be intentional and walk around your block walk your dog get up dance around your house sweep and dance pick stuff up and put it down. You can also go to the gym and within working out, figure out what you like to do. Do you like to dance? Maybe you want to go to a Zumba class. Do you like to run? Maybe start running. Do you like to lift weights? I think lifting weights is essential. Um, everybody should be incorporating some kind of resistance training, uh, but especially if you really like to lift weights, if it makes you feel good, go lift weights. Uh, resistance training looks different for everybody based on where they're starting and what they like to do. Not everybody likes to lift really heavy. I do. I find a lot of personal validation with PRs, with personal best, um, and being able to lift as heavy as possible uh, with my deadlifts, with my squats, uh, with my bench press. And so I like to incorporate that type of training, but not everybody wants to do that. Some people just want to do some basic strength training and that's okay. But you have to move your body if you want to be well physically and mentally. So incorporate that. Uh, and that could be five minutes, three times a day to start. I have a lot of patients that have been sedentary for a very long time and they just wake up and do five minutes of movement and then they do it again at lunchtime and then they do it again in the evening. And then from there, we're able to build on that over time once they have grown accustomed to that. Uh, because you, if you're just starting out trying to do too much, too fast, too soon, typically a recipe for disaster. So we're going to go to our next break and then we're going to wrap it up in the last segment and uh, we'll just wrap up everything we kind of talked about on the show and make sure that you have the tips necessary so that you can overcome the voices in your head. I'm Dr. Jamie Gillum on the Heal Your Body Show and we'll be right back after this commercial break. Healing your body goes beyond simply taking medication to alleviate symptoms. While medications have their place in healthcare and can be essential in managing certain conditions, healing involves total body care. While not all health conditions can be healed, symptoms can be managed with the right approach. Integrative medicine considers not only the physical body, but also your mind and soul. Instead of just surviving, why not feel amazing and actually thrive? Dr. Jamie Gillum empowers you with tools to do just that. 
Tune into the Heal Your Body show Mondays at 2 p.m. Eastern, 1 p.m. Central, 12 p.m. Mountain, and 11 a.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. This is the Heal Your Body show with Dr. Jamie Gillum. To participate in this program, join the live studio audience in our chat room at InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. You can also send an email to jamie at jgwellnessclinic.com. Now back to the program. Welcome to the last segment of this episode, which is overcoming the voices in your head on the Heal Your Body show on the Inspired Choices Network. I'm Dr. Jamie Gillum. And here's the deal. I wish I had known what I know now back when I was 20. It would have saved me a lot of mistakes and a lot of pain through my my life. And uh, I'm thankful for what I know now. Uh, it has helped my children tremendously because we are plugging in mindset work, trauma healing, and also addressing physical conditions, genetic factors, so that they can live their best lives and hopefully avoid a lot of the things that, that I have struggled with because of trauma and uh, because of things I did not know about my body. And it, it starts with you being able to evaluate yourself. So here's the deal. If you are struggling, if you are struggling with physical symptoms and or mental health symptoms, you need labs. That's important to understand what's going on in your body. And then outside of that, here's the breakdown of what you can start doing today. If you are struggling with negative voices in your head and you feel like nothing ever goes right and you're just stuck, you don't know what to do. So number one, Grab a journal, blank journal is fine, and start asking yourself questions. Simple questions, five minutes a day uh, in the quiet, and just start answering questions truthfully. And uh, just think about questions that you would ask anybody that you would want to get to know. Or, you know, if you were sitting with your great grandma, what questions would you ask her about her life, right? So just start asking yourself questions in my Heal Your Body program, I provide questions uh, for 90 days uh, that get deeper as time goes on. So for anybody in my program, that's available. And you can reach out to me if you're interested in learning more about that uh, through my website, jgwellnessclinic.com. You can book a consult and uh, we can talk about that if you're interested. On top of asking yourself these questions and listen, Every day may be too much for you. It may be overwhelming. So you may need to start with three days a week and give yourself a break because if it is overwhelming, if you have a nervous system that is dysregulated and if you are dealing with a lot of stress and you live in constant chaos, you don't set boundaries well, you're a people pleaser, this is going to be very difficult for you. And you're going to have to give yourself some time and stick with it, okay? Because again, it's very easy to give up. And we know that time span of quitting whenever you start to try to change is four to six weeks. Now, on top of this, wake up every day and tell yourself, positive affirmations, right? I am and fill in the blank with only positive things and focus on who you are, who you want to be, and then what you want 
to achieve, right? When when my husband and I opened a gym, I had just started speaking out loud that I was going to open a gym. And I did that for two years before I actually opened a gym. I didn't know how I was going to do it. I just kept saying I was going to do it. And you know what? I did. When you focus on things, it becomes your reality and you figure out a way to do it if you focus on figuring it out right? So speak out loud what you want to achieve and let that drive you, let it motivate you. And on top of this, jump around, dance around, get excited. Don't be afraid to be a goofball. Talk to yourself in the car, sing in the shower, sing in the car, sing loud, be expressive. And that helps you to let your creativity come out and it helps you to release a lot of energy, a lot of stress, a lot of trauma that you're holding inside. And then also put some effort into your relationships. If you are struggling, if you feel like your relationship isn't what it should be with your partner or with friends or your boss, start thinking about how you can open up conversations and how you can speak what you want and what you need and be sure to be open to hearing what the other person needs and what the other person wants. It's very easy to get triggered uh, if you are in a mindset that's negative. So if you're gonna have conversations surrounding what you need and want, make sure you're open to hearing uh, what the other person wants and needs as well. Uh, as I have started, when I first started healing, it was very difficult for myself and it was also difficult for my husband, I think, because I just started changing and, and it was kind of uh, shocking for him, I think. And as I healed and changed tremendously, I mean, I did a one a 180 completely. He began to open up his mind to change and to healing and to mindset work. And we began working together on our own relationship, which we've always had a great relationship, but it is amazing now because we are an us, we are a team and we talk about things openly and we have great communication. And we also put in a lot of time and effort for our personal relationship outside of being parents. So we make sure we have that quality time together. So make sure that you evaluate your relationships and that you put in the effort where you need to put in effort. And also you may need to let some people go and that's okay too. If it doesn't feel good, if there's constant trouble, you may need to pull away and that's okay. I've had to let some people go as I have healed as well. Uh, make sure you get in exercise, okay? And this may be as simple as moving around your house, getting in more steps each day, walking the dog, uh, or you may be ready to start going to the gym. But be intentional and make sure that you are moving your body. This is crucial for your physical and mental health. So these are all some things that you can begin incorporating. Also, start paying attention to your nutrition and also get quality sleep. Eight hours of sleep a night is crucial for your mental health. And in our next episode, I'm going to be talking about nutrition and diving into what matters when it comes to nutrition. So we're going to talk about that on our next show. I will see you next week, Monday at 1 p.m. Central. I'm Dr. Jamie Gillum on the Heal Your Body Show. Have a great day. 
Thank you for listening to the Heal Your Body Show. Dr. Jamie Gillum returns Monday at 2 p.m. Eastern, 1 p.m. Central, 12 p.m. Mountain, and 11 a.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. Until then, give your body the time and attention it deserves to unlock the power you have to heal your body.